Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky. And I am Leah. And we are joined, uh, actually for the next two episodes, we will be joined by podcast contributor Heather. Hi, Heather. Hello, ladies. Um, that might have been news to Heather. I talked her into this episode, but she also is coming back next week, so... No, it's because we love Heather and it's always fun oh. to have her. Well, and happy New Year, everybody. Happy it's, New Year. It's our first record. Now, this is not dropping on the New Year, but it's our first recording of the New Year. So it's exciting for us. Well, and part of this being New Year in our first reading challenge of the year at Buzzing About Romance is always the new to you author challenge. Yes. And we'll talk about that a little bit more at the end of the episode, so you're going to want to stick around and find out about that. But on this episode of Buzzing About Romance, we are going to focus on some tips and tricks to finding new authors or new books to read, but also ways that we can do it affordably and legally. Mm -hmm. Um, This coincides with our first reading challenge of 2022, but also it's a new year. It's time to build those TBRs so that at the end of the year, we can all clear them together. Yeah, because that's what we do. We clear TBRs. Isn't that what we do? Um, no, we add like thousands if you, of books to everyone's TBRs. And if you, have seen, if you have seen our recent social media posts, we recommended over 700 books this year. 700 so, unique titles in 2022. Yes. So there are are 700 unique titles that many of you probably put onto your TBR. And you know what we say to that? You're You're welcome. welcome. (laughs) Yeah. So buckle up because actually this year we're doing all the things a little bit different and we're going to be doing a lot more book recs. Yeah. So, um, and we haven't really talked about this yet on the podcast, but Mm -mm. Author spotlights are going to move to a couple times a month over in quick shot form. So they're going to be 20 minute features with authors that will give you insight to their latest release or a new project they're working on. And then um, we're going to save Sundays for more industry insiders, um, some it's all trope book, talks, all book the books all the time on Sundays lists we have community reads like coming up in february we are asking you the buzzing about romance community to uh help us pick the top 10 small towns of romance Mm -hmm. so you are going to want to make sure if you are not following us on social media if you are not checking out our blog every couple of days should be checking that out because we'll be looking for nominations here in a couple weeks now some of these things could be changing because becky and i are not always known to stay to our schedule and how we plan things small but... towns is staying because i have it in the schedule we are not changing it's the only episode we have planned for february okay. this that in the audiobook i episode. digress becky has spoken those are the only two we have planned <laughs> well, but the for. audio one we we've already scheduled Right. Like we have that scheduled on the calendar and our special guest is scheduled it on the calendar. Yeah. So, I mean, really, we can't change these two because I can only write so many episodes a month. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, on to how you find new to you authors. So one of the easiest ways. So Heather, tell us as a reader and, you know, you, you read probably what, 50% just whatever, but then 50% arcs from favorite authors? Um, I feel like I have taken on less arcs this year than mm-hmm. before. So I, you know, it kind of depends on the month. Like December was pretty low. Um, 
and I January I think I only have three but it's very funny because um people like in my real life um are readers and they're asked they are always asking me like you know what book do I read how do how did you figure out like what to read um so so I, tell us how do you find a new author for you the reader Heather or how do you tell your friends how do you help them find new authors? What are some of the first questions you ask? So I didn't know, like, I didn't even know Bookstagram was a thing like three years ago. And so I just started um, following hashtags on Instagram, which I know sounds really ridiculous. So I'm like, oh, I love a small town romance. So I like follow that hashtag. Um, I am in a lot of reader groups on Facebook. So whether it's the authors or if it's like I'm in a really awesome it's like an MM romance group and they give like hundreds of recommendations so I would say that or pick a couple you know if you like an Instagrammer or yeah if you find a book bookstagrammer you really like and they recommend one book and you liked it then go look at all the other kind of books that they read yeah that's I mean it's really easy. One of the first things I'll ask is, so tell me your favorite read. What's the last best book you read? And a lot of times that will help me understand, one, how much spice yep. are they looking for? Yep. Two, are they going to be someone that kind of is looking for more trad pub, mass market styled books? Mm -hmm. um, is this somebody that's willing to take a chance? You know, you kind of can gauge based on maybe what their previous favorite book was, where to lead them down the road. Because, you know, we have found over the last <clears throat> couple of years, high spice isn't for everybody. Medium right. spice isn't for everybody. And slow burns can make people ragey. So, oh, but also too, like spice level is also perspective. Like what we think is a really spicy right, but book. But if they've only ever read like Susan Mallory yeah, or Nora Roberts, I am not going to recommend Praise by Sarah Kate. The other thing that I have found- Well, unless they request like an outside the box type of thing. Right. The other thing that I have found is like a lot of my friends are like, they have not made the switch to e-readers. They're like the traditionalists where they're, they like the physical book. I used so, to be one of those crazies. Right. So they want a book, you know, like I have recommended some romantic suspense. And so they're, they get the paperback. And I'm just like, and they bend it and read it. <laughs> Who does that? But so they, but they like that, you know, they like to, my mom is that way. My mom will not switch to any reader. She still reads physical books. I think that there's a difference too. And that's something we often talk about, but if you are reading in the Kindle app on an mm -hmm. iPad, or if you're reading on a Kindle fire, that's a blue lit full color device. Yeah. That is a very different reading experience mm -hmm. versus yep. an actual e-reader with what they call the e-ink setup on it. So, yeah. well, also buying books on amazon to load to your kindle is not user friendly and i understand why kindle does that but as a novice who doesn't read 300 books a year right 
They don't understand that. You can't on any device purchase books, um, like not on Android, not on Kindle, or not on Apple. Can you purchase mm-hmm. those books through the apps? Yeah, you, you have, have to, to leave do it the app, the site. Mm-hmm. However, if you have a Kindle, you can purchase books through your Kindle. Mm-hmm. And you can also borrow books from um, Kindle Unlimited through yes. your actual Kindle. So, yes. And so that's one. I mean, like, I have walked people through the Kindle app a, a lot. Like, a lot of my colleagues, I want to read. Um, there's actually a lot of professional books in Kindle Unlimited. So mm-hmm. I've walked it people through how to use it so so a couple of things too is like heather said she followed the small town romance hashtag but that's a trope so you Mm -hmm. can use things like google and google small town romance book recs Yeah. And a lot of times like it'll come up and it'll take you to some random person's Goodreads shelf or even like a Goodreads shelf itself. And so it'll give you not always the most reliable list. Well, the way the list is curated, if you get like a full shelf, it is anybody that has used those terms Mm -hmm. to shelve a book. So if you follow Leah or I or Heather on Goodreads, we have shelves. So we try to categorize books by tropes on our shelves. Mm -hmm. So if we have a book that we've categorized as small town, when you Google small town and go over into Goodreads, it will show you anybody who has shelved any book as a small town romance. It can get tricky and you sometimes have to use different word combinations to get all the wrecks. Um, mm-hmm. I have had to do that when we did the foodie episode. Yeah. That's you had to get t- real specific. That's a term we made up. So we had, you know, I had to look for romance books in a restaurant, romance books with a chef, romance books with a bartender, romance, romance books with a bakery. Like yeah. You have to get specific with those ones. And that's something too, like if you are looking for something specific and you can just Google search those and it'll, it'll take you places. Um, Sometimes they're not the most accurate, but it gives you a starting point for at least to find an author. And honestly, if you find an author in one of those lists who's like listed as small town, people might list them as small town because they're an author that writes small towns in other books. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Another great place to start with is friends and community. Mm -hmm. So like Heather said, if you follow a bookstagrammer or TikToker and you are liking that post, go back, look what else they did but also it is okay to slide into their dms and be like hey i really liked your video on this i really liked this book what else would you recommend so a couple months ago i had someone dm me over on tiktok she's like i love that you did um strong heroin video but do you have any shy and nerdy book racks and i'm like let me help you out sister yes Yes, Um, so all the book racks so it's okay Bookstagrammers want you to comment on their stuff and say, you know, hey, I liked this book too. What else should I read? Or Mm -hmm. send them a DM. That's why we're doing it. That's why we spend 
hours making pictures and videos um, so that you can find books that you will love as much as we do. Mm -hmm. Well, and one thing you can do too, is just go to Amazon. And if you're looking at an author's page along the, I'm using my hands, but none of you can see me, but along the left-hand side, like under the author's bio, there's always a list of similar authors who write stories that are like, if it's an author that writes a really angsty story, like they'll give you a small list of other angsty authors. If it's a rom-com author, they'll give you the list of other rom-com authors. Sometimes it like there's authors in there say they've co-written with somebody. So like the co-written book is different than their individual book. They'll still be in there, but it's a good starting off point. Um, You also get that in Libby and Hoopla, which um, we'll get to talk to you in about in a minute. Yeah. Um, those are very U.S. centric mm-hmm. devices or apps and programs, uh, but they have similar where it'll say, you know, people who checked this book out also checked out these books or Hoopla is the best place because you can at the bottom after you get past the blurb, it'll show you all authors that write similarly and mm-hmm. you can just click on them. It'll also show you the narrator so that if you're in love with like Maxine Mitchell, like I am. I can mm-hmm. click on her name mm-hmm. and it shows me all the books all in Hoopla books. that she has narrated. So, well, and there are some people who like have found new authors based on narrators, like because they love those narrators. And so they're going to listen to everything that that like narrator does. And so they'll discover new books and new authors based on that. Yep, for sure. Another, so I don't know if everybody knows this, but Amazon, if you go into, if you go onto Amazon.com and you go into Kindle Books, you can put, pick, click bestsellers and it'll show Mm -hmm. you the current Amazon top 100. There is a tab that is the top 100 free books too. Mm -hmm. So you can click over to that book, into that list. And free books, free first in series, free giveaway books, promotion type stuff is a great way to find new authors. That is that is honestly how I found um, my book of the week author this week. She initially had a book that the series was free first in series. Ends up it's in Kindle Unlimited, but I downloaded the free book. And I've then I read actually, it. I've found a few authors that way because yep. like, I like a free book and so I'll download them. And then I find that those authors have pretty big backlists. And so I rabbit hole deep. Well, I know that yep. when I recommended Jacinda Wilder, The Bad Brothers, everybody was like, book one is free in Kindle. Like, let's grab it. And they grabbed it. And then the hate messages, because it's a 14 or 18 book series that I got afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yes, but that <laughs> series is currently in It is KU, now in KU. So... All the Although bads. Jack and Jacinda at one point did do like a huge chunk of them for free. So a lot of people probably snabbed all of the ones yeah. that were free. And that's something too, like you will find authors. If you join an author, if you follow them on Instagram, or if you are part of their newsletter, like I know Melissa Foster does it, Carrie mm-hmm. Ann Ryan does it. They'll do a random free book in a series like they'll rotate what books are free or on sale so let's talk and about so newsletters can... because not only authors newsletters will they have free mm-hmm. but there's groups of newsletters so mm-hmm. i mean i know it can be some authors overdue newsletters yes it can be daunting but i'm it's worth 
clicking in and scrolling down to see who's free. Well, and honestly, like if you get the newsletters, a lot of times authors have other authors books at the bottom of their newsletter for free. Cause, um, Catherine Cowell, actually, I, I think it was Catherine's newsletter. She sent one out in the past week and there were three or four free books at the bottom. They were book funnel links. So you would can read through the book funnel app or send them to your Kindle, but they were absolutely free books from off like author friends that she has. And I'd say eight out of 10 newsletters I get every week have at least one free book on them. So Vanessa, I have not checked my email in a couple of days. I've checked out of life. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was reading through, um, and like Vanessa Vale, she had 15 books, free books on the bottom of her newsletter this week mm-hmm. from various authors and then three audio books. Oh, really? So like Janie Crouch was one of them mm-hmm. and I read her. I love her. So one of her books was listed as free and it was, you know, sent it over. Um, also, I am a person who I feel like I'm good with technology and then sometimes it like trips me up. So the book funnel can feel very overwhelming and mm-hmm. you have to like figure out how to do your Kindle. So I'm going to throw Becky under the bus, but if you need help figuring out book funnel and getting it to your Kindle, message Becky because she will help you. <laughs> I will. I will <laughs> help, help you. And, and I honestly do a screen video that, to help you see how to do it. It's the first time that's the hardest. But if you actually, if you download the book funnel app, and send it to your Kindle that way, it is the easiest way to do it. Yeah, but it can still be kind of confusing for people mm-hmm. on how it to can, do it. Yeah. I will 100% agree with that. But we can wa- we will give you a video and walk you through it because <laughs> so the other people that use BookFunnel are there are these newsletter book clubs. Yeah. And Sawyer Bennett just shared one this week in her newsletter that mm-hmm. each month you will get a free book from and that list of author. authors, and it's different <laughs> authors. Mm-hmm. That list of authors, I was like, Sham, wow, this is like, like Vi Keelan, Catherine Cowell was in those. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and there's, there's different ones for different types. Like that one is like a. Yeah, years ago, Heather made me sign up for a BDSM one, and I have like this amazing well, and there's collection. A, there's a suspense one. There are different suspense books. I was part of like a billionaire one this year. Um, there was a rom-com one. So you you just have to, honestly, you kind of have to troll people's thing like instagram or facebook pages like for authors a little bit you have to you have to do a little bit of stalking you do but i know that like avery flynn was in one and Mm -hmm. she shared it sawyer shared one on her instagram and in her facebook group but honestly author facebook groups or if you're like so sawyer shared one in her group if you're in that group pop in there and ask a question hey i saw that book club newsletter i signed up for it are there any others that i should be signing up for because apparently heather does not remember the bdsm one (laughs) no i have it i downloaded my january book already and that's the thing too like if you are part of a like a group like a reader group on facebook ask the questions like ask anybody there if especially if you're just a random reader group like i'm in a couple just random groups and people are constantly asking for book recs and like i'm in the mood for this what book could i be reading right now what author should i read 
I've another, read this author and this author. Another, Who should I be reading next? Another great resource is <clears throat> BookBub. I don't feel like we talk about BookBub. We don't enough we should because BookBub is amazing. BookBub, you tons of free books. You go in and you pick the books <clears throat> you're interested in or the types of authors or tropes you're interested in. They send you an email. They do. And actually, if you like an audiobook too, BookBub is partnered with Chirp. And so you will get the chirp deals also oh. that way. Um, okay. So we've done that book bub. The stuff your Kindle. Stuff um, your Kindle days. I had a friend who is a reader, but she's kind of busy mom of young kids. So I sent her the stuff your Kindle day and she was like, oh my God, I sat on my couch and loaded my Kindle for like three hours. And I was like, yeah. So they I do know. that two to three times a year. Authors come mm -hmm. together. They break them down into subgenres, then into yep. tropes. Um, and sometimes it's books that are already perma-free that they're just re-bringing your attention yep. to. Mm -hmm. um, but if you follow us on social media, if you are part of our Discord, we will absolutely remind you when Stuff Your Kindle Day is well, there. And if you follow, if you are on our Discord channel, we do book deals in there every single day. Like if Becky and I come across a book deal, or actually if any of the community comes across a book deal, we have a book deals channel that we dump things in. We do. So my friend that um, just got into reading, she and I started doing this too. Um, for Amazon, if you don't need your packages right away, you can, you know, kind of click that button. So then you get um credit mm -hmm. towards like an e or like a so for books or whatever yeah. so that's another way well that and also too if you follow authors on amazon every once in a while like you'll get emails about whether or not they have a book on sale too that's why we often talk about during happy hours, like make sure you follow the author on Amazon. It not only helps them, but it helps you to know when pre-orders, releases, and freeze are happening. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be very Canada and U.S. centric. But I wanted to take a couple minutes before we start talking about Kindle Unlimited to talk about Libby and Hoopla. Mm -hmm. So these are programs that are through libraries in the U.S. Yeah. and Canada. Now... If you are in the U.S., it is great because I think it's something like 65% of the ebooks e that are available in Libby can be sent to your Kindle. Now, they will not remain there forever. They are a timed uh, file, and so you will only get them for how many days you checked them out for. Um, the other piece of that is, too, if you use a different kind of reading device, you then end up having to read either on your phone or on an, um, a tablet. Mm -hmm. Libby, one of the problems with Libby can be your area. Yes. No two libraries are the same. Yes, we have discovered this. And many people will say that there is no such thing as a book desert, but there are. There are ah. book deserts because there are a lot of underfunded communities that do and especially recently with libraries kind of being under attack and book banning making its resurgence um libraries are losing money and mm -hmm. one of the first things that's going to go are purchasing digital titles and such well and some of it just comes to the area because i live in a small town 
in Pennsylvania, like very small, like the, my library system is not that big. Like our romance section is very small. Becky, like she specifically lives in a small town, but her library system is not that small. And they have a huge number of romance options. Cause we actually, we pulled the numbers out of curiosity once yeah. And I think my library system had 8,000 total. And I had over books, 60. And you had like 65,000. Yeah. So there are some libraries within the U.S. that will allow you to buy an annual library card. And it gives you access to their digital catalogs, not only on Libby, but also mm-hmm. on the app Hoopla. Hoopla is another great app. It's great for audiobooks. The only problem with reading ebooks from Hoopla is you have to read them through the app. You can't download them to your Kindle. So if you're triggered by blue light, it can. So with that, though, like I bought a blue light blocking screen uh, cover for my phone because Mm -hmm. I was in that boat um, and that helped. Uh, I utilize Libby. I live in a very metropolitan. I live in Minneapolis. And our library system is pretty amazing, but our romance selection is about 62,000 books, which is less than Becky's. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So, you know, they're not all created equal. Um, And the other piece, if you want to check out books from the library, um, go your librarians at the libraries are very helpful and they will 100% help you figure out how to navigate because they're just like us. They want you to read. They do. So let's take, we're going to spend 10 minutes on Kindle Unlimited <laughs> because we could talk about Kindle Unlimited. So a couple things to know about Kindle Unlimited. If you find a book in Kindle Unlimited, this number is a little different now, but I would say about 80% of the titles are going to be exclusive and only available in Kindle Unlimited. That mm-hmm. other 20% comes into play with it being a trad pub book that they have with put loopholes. a special deal into the program. So I explain Kindle Unlimited to people that are not familiar. It's a little bit like Netflix, where they have a lot of selection, but they don't have like everything. So, mm-hmm. um, Honestly, it well, saved me. I would not be able to read the amount of books I do if I did not have Kindle Unlimited. No, well, I would not either. And I, I was I did not get the email from Amazon to tell me how much money I saved with my Kindle Unlimited subscription. And I'm still a little bit salty about it. My God, this just was like days there. ago. Um, mm-hmm. Kindle Unlimited, though, if you are new to it, it can be overwhelming, especially if you're mm-hmm. coming from a trad pub background and when i say a trad pub i'm talking about books that you have purchased easily readily at your local target at your walmart at your costco um even at barnes and nobles those are 99 percent books that are coming out of the large publishing companies if you're only four-way into uh reading romances because reese witherspoon book club that's a trad pub book that's a trad pub book. Those are books that are being put out by the big publishing houses. I would say <clears throat> Kindle Unlimited 
is twofold. There is the Montlake title, and there's a couple other Amazon-owned publishers that are in there. Yep. Uh, but I would say probably 90, well, no, because we still have that trad pub now. I say 75%. 75% of the books that are in Kindle Unlimited are indie published, meaning those are self-published books. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so these books are going to not necessarily fit like the trad pub formula. So you just have to read blurbs. You know, if you're not typically a review reader, I'm not a blurb reader. If you're not typically a review reader, if you're just trying Kindle Unlimited and there is a free 14 day trial that you can link, you can click through on our website with, um, but it, you know, go ahead. Kindle Unlimited can be very daunting too, because there's a lot of books in KU and it's sometimes it's hard to find a book that works for you. It has gotten better in the past few years. I've had Kindle Unlimited for, I don't know, a long freaking time now. And when it first came out, like the, the selection, (laughs) excuse me, the selections were more suspect at times. say that mm-hmm. but the the author options have gotten much more varied much more prolific Agreed. you can find some amazing authors who are strictly KU well and there's been a lot of popular books that have you know we talked about this in our hot takes episode there's mm-hmm. been some really popular KU books that are now in trad distribution that you're seeing everywhere so yeah. um KU can be a little daunting, but if you have questions about where to start with KU, again, slide into any of our DMs and ask and like we them. will, because Leah well, likes and it. I think um, one of the things that I never did when I first started reading KU, and I would encourage people to do this, is if you don't like a book, you don't have to finish it. No. Um, it's okay to say this book isn't for me because... It doesn't mean it's not for somebody else. It's just not your jam. And that's okay. Yep. And the author gets paid in KU. We get questions about this at all a lot. If you borrow a book from KU, the author gets paid for the amount of pages that you read. So even if you decide this is not for me at 30%, they got paid for those first hundred pages. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's okay. It's better than struggling through a book that you didn't love because we don't want anyone to do that. And Kindle Unlimited has a lot of things that aren't. So there's magazines, there's newspapers, um, newspapers. Mm-hmm. My teenager Comics. loves that. He has found a couple series on Kindle Unlimited that he really loves that he reads and then he takes up. So that's the other piece with Kindle Unlimited. You <laughs> takes can up one of your check. 20. Yep. He takes up one of my 20. You can check out 20 books at a time, which when I tell people that, I only get 20. I'm like, what do you mean only 20? I'm like, when I find another book, it's like, you know, you got to figure out which one you're okay with giving. It's just this. It's a feeling that- like when you have to give a book back. But I will say, I currently only have seven books checked out on Kindle Unlimited. And what? two of them are the girl childs. So- oh, I'm looking. I'm looking what? to see how many I have currently. Um, well, okay, oh, I only so- have 14. I really worked on clearing my TBR and reading books that I already owned and not adding new books to my Kindle. Yeah, but I, 
I've had like a couple of my books in my KU for like a month and a half. Because, oh, I've had like I downloaded longer. them and like borrowed them. Well, I had to I had to cycle through because I ran out of space, and so I got rid of the older ones bef- like before the newer ones. Screenshots are another good way to keep track of books too for those people. Like, is it though? Just... Because then I have like yes. a bajillion screenshots. It is. It is. Uh-huh. But I will say the Tiki Talk is not always the best for Rex because you have to search for the book name. Okay, we so, aren't festiving. You have to move on from that. I'm just festiving that little like tidbit. So I do want to note, we have an upcoming episode all about audiobooks and how to find them and ways to do it on a budget. <clears throat> Katie mm-hmm. Robinson from Lyric Audiobooks will be joining us for that episode. Look for that the first week in February. Um. Okay, so here... Here we go. I want to say one thing about Kindle Unlimited. I'm yeah. so sorry. That's fine. Um, you, during Prime Day, um, they will always have a deal on Kindle Unlimited for like the year. And Becky will always post the link. So that's a really great way to like buy the whole year. And it ends up being cheaper than the $10 a month. So. Well, and there's also Prime Reading, which mm-hmm. if you have Amazon Prime, one book a month well and it's in well, every it category january it's two books you get two books in january and you get them year. for free and sometimes <clears throat> it's early pub too so well, and sometimes like they'll do a random prime day reading where you can mm-hmm. just like and it doesn't like if you can just get it it doesn't have to be one of those first reads or a prime read yeah. like it because there's a few um authors that have shared it like that week or that month like they're one of their books is a prime read, so you can download it for free as long as you have Amazon Prime. Yep. Okay, so now we want now. to give you some book recs. So first thing we're yeah. going to go through is there are some popular titles that did really well in 2022. And we want to say if you liked that book, then you should read this book. Okay? Okay. okay. So the first title is Things We Never Got Over by Lucy Score. And I'll be very honest, I did not read this book. Heather did not read this book. It's but a lot of book. It's a small town romance mm-hmm. that um, single parent. A single parent adjacent. It's her niece that she discovers when the book opens. He is a grumpy hero. She's she's not really sunshiny, so it's not a sun grumpy sunshine. It's kind of grumpy grumpy. Okay, um, so what would you who what titles or authors do you think would go well with that? I think personally, if I had to pick somebody, I would go with Carrie Ann Ryan, her Wilder Brothers. I was thinking that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they. Those are have a little bit more emotional angst than th- well, I guess things we never got over was kind of emotionally angsty at times, but yeah. So Carrie and Ryan's Wilder Brothers, actually her Montgomery Inc. series probably would work well too because it's it's those family series like this. This is small town, but has that family dynamic with the way the small town works. What so about Ilsa Madden Mills? Her Princess and the Player, Beauty and the Baller, Princess Beauty and, and the, the Baller. Player would work for this one as well. What yes. about the Miles family, the Claire Kingsley Miles? <laughs> no, that's a little more. Those Emotional. ones are. Like, yeah, I don't okay. think those ones. So would maybe match Avery this Flynn's um, Hardigans Hardigan series, mm-hmm. like Tomboy, those type of ones. Yeah, um, Melissa Foster, or is that too? 
Mm, no, Melissa doesn't really have those. This is more have the rom-com like element rom -com to feel. it. And I don't feel like Melissa's books have that rom-com element at all. Okay. Another really popular group of books were the Next Gen and Cloverleaf Farms from Melanie Harlow. Mm -hmm. So Tempt, which was book four, Taste, Ignite. I don't know what the other one was. It, I don't know. Is there already four? I thought there was only three. Yeah, there's four. These are Next Gen, Small Town, Ignite. He's a firefighter, single dad. Um, for me, I would say try Carrie Elks. Tease. She's a, what? Tease was the Tease. other one. Um, so Ignite, Tease, Taste, and Tempt. Mm -hmm. So I would say try Carrie Ann Ryan again. Try Carrie mm -hmm. Elks. Natasha Madison. So I would say too. I mean, should they have that Southern the wedding series? That's the kind of Southern wedding family. series, yeah, yeah. And then um, her one of her hockey series is kind of a family series too. There's a bunch of authors writing next gen, but now that we're on, I can't think. Oh, Marie Johnston's. Series, oh marie johnson yeah you know what i oh, think her that oil you're baron right. series actually her oil king series would work well too they're not second gens but but there's that big family dynamic <clears throat> there's that family, family businessing yes. together well, and also too like especially in the oil barons there's like family upheavals like the family dynamic is not like the best family dynamic and it, yeah but it's a really good one so another oh. really popular book is consider me by becca mack I didn't love this book. It was really overwritten. I haven't read this book because it, you didn't love this book. It was like 600 pages, guys. It was angst and emotional and hockey romance. They are professional hockey. So this is not going to be um, new adult, although those characters were a little young. So my suggestion here would be Natasha Madison's only series or her Something So series. Mm -hmm. Danica Flynn's Bulldog series even Colleen Charles's hockey series would be similar to this like they're not as long what about all. Elise Faber's Elise Faber's she has two hockey series those ones are pretty they're emotional that like series is long too um <clears throat> uh Brenda Rothert and uh Kent, Kent Mazira have that St. Louis Maverick series, and that mm -hmm. is very emotional. Um, it's well written, too, in my opinion. Um, let's see here. I've got, I have read book one in this series, Melissa Ivers' Nashville Devil series. I know lots of people really enjoy that, and it is in Kindle Unlimited. So, uh, any other? I mean, uh, I like Stacey Lynn's Las Vegas Viper series. I think. Well, and she has good. the series that she wrote before this one, too. Mm -hmm. The. Carolina's no. or Carolina's Carolina one. ones yeah Samantha even Whiskey. Samantha Whiskey's Seattle Sharks or her um Carolina Reapers Reapers, Reapers. okay another book that kind of took TikTok by storm and the charts by storm is Praise by Sarah Kate this is a mm -hmm. sex club age gap kink praise kink daddy kink um, all the kinks there's a lot of kinks but there was a lot of communication in this book and there was a lot of intimacy in this book mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. have not read the others in the series because I got halfway through the second one and it was just not for me um, 
but I will say I love Stacey Kennedy. She has her Watch Me series and her Club Sin series. Those are great sex club books with kinks in them. Um, um, Katie Robichoff's, um has a Club Alias uh, sex club book. It follow like there's a two book duet that opens the world. And then she has a bunch of subsequent books from that. Those are very well written, very well done. Like the the kinks in the the dynamic of the BDSM club is exceptionally well done. So uh, Samantha A. Cole has a Trident Security um, and they're yes, so- former military. So they have like a private, like they have a sex club and they have like some romantic suspense. suspense. Well, in Lexi Blake's Masters in Mercenary series, that has a BDSM element. It's suspense with the, the sex club backdrop. So- the Trident Security also has like where they're not a part. It's like um, it's just the BDSM club, and mm-hmm. it's very well written. Uh, Lauren Rowe has her club series, and then Ellen Eleanor Aldrich she writes a darker age gap. She has two different series that I think that I'm aware of. Yeah, that- Mana Wrath and the Trojan Trojan Crown. No, Trojan Crown I think is one of the books, but it's the Crown Crown series. series. Um, they are very, they're darker mm-hmm. and they are age gap and they are super sexy. Um, and then Vanessa Vale, who we had the privilege of chatting with a couple weeks, a week or so ago that uh, she writes steamy, sexy cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has this um, Bridgewater series. It's all throubles. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's like historical western throuples on top of that um so in a jam was a really big book for our community this year Mm -hmm. had a small town children in the book and was a bit of a slow burn i personally would recommend juliana stone she wrote the family simon which has kennedy family feels to it and the crystal lake there's like six different series within the crystal lake world they're phenomenal. I also am a huge fan of Jackson Harbor by Lexi Ryan. Oh, there's so many good books in that series. So I'm a, I have to be a person that throws in an MM and <laughs> Riley Hart has it's a Briar Briar County. Briar. Briar County and it's very good. It's this little cow. Oh, I love it. So I'm just gonna list some authors because we gave you a lot of books and then we'll go on. So some authors that were really popular this year were like Megan Quinn. She wrote rom-com. So if you liked those books, then you're going to look for rom-com. And if you go into her Amazon Kindle listing, you can actually look where her books have um, charted. And it will tell you all Mm -hmm. the top rom-coms. And that's an easy way to find other authors and other books that are popular that people are reading. Um, I like Penelope Bloom. She writes a lot of rom-com that are as out there as Megan Quinn's. I just think they're better edited. Um, Marnie Mann, she has had some popular books this year. She tends to write what we call PWP, Porn Without Plot. Um, her stories are just there for the sex. Uh, There's sometimes plot. It's very plot light. If you want Mafia Rex, come see Heather. Sophie Lark, I know she was big this year. A lot of people loved her books. Um Renee but Rose. There are so um, many great mafia and dark romance mm-hmm. authors out there that Sophie Lark's not the only one people. No. There there's well, and we we um are we gonna talk about oh no, that's later. Never mind. 
hold hold that thought. <laughs> well, okay. So we'll just well, I have a whole list. We'll have it on the website. Um because I want to get to the next part. So we did 17 trope talks in 2022. We covered close proximity, hockey romance, foodie romances, fake relationships, single parents, raising siblings and guardians, grumpy sunshine versus the alpha hole, novellas, rock band, small town, book boyfriends and girl crushes, small town, slow burns, to medium heat, scoundrels, weddings, blue collar, shy and nerdy, and the unlikely protector. This is a great place (laughs) to find (laughs) some new to you authors and books to read and those are all available full book tbrs on our on the shelf show notes yeah also too like any book that we've talked to well not any book i'd say 99 95 of the books that we've talked about on the podcast like ones that becky and i have recommended are on our good read shelves as well so that's always a good place to start okay if you like sports romances <clears throat> who are some authors that you should people should try um the queen sawyer bennett but we talk about her all the time so emily silver writes football romances tegan hunter has a hockey rom-com series i like uh kendall ryan has um a really great hockey romance series that i like Mm -hmm. and then Uh, becky discovered kaylee ryan this year she does baseball jay sterling also does has some baseball books um, we found Eden Dunn this year. She was formerly Pippa Green, but has changed their name and they write hockey romance. Lorelai James has some hockey and MMA fighters in their really spicy family series. She also has some lots of cowboy thruples. So if that's mm-hmm. your gig, try Lorelai James. Uh, JC Burton, she has a series of books that cover multi sports and like starts with football, it goes to baseball, there's hockey. Um, race car driving so okay if we like romantic suspense who are some romantic suspense authors we should be trying so we have the regulars that i talk about all the time but desiree holt is a really good one amanda mckinney she's a little bit darker of a romantic suspense we've talked about maya banks and shayla black and anna hackett and of course susan stoker and riley edwards um Emma Renshaw writes a really good romantic suspense. They're like, there's typically small town romantic suspense. <laughs> I would say Renna Morgan Mitchell. falls on too. Kennedy L. Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Renna is oh. definitely a suspense. Um, okay, so angsty and emotional romances. This is not okay. something we talk a ton about on the podcast, but we're going to try in 2023. We're going to try. Uh, trying so new things tl swan tends to write angsty bonker emotional romances candy steiner ali martinez jillian neal um her books are pretty spicy and angsty um al jackson writes a pretty angsty and emotional read um trying to think Okay, so the other thing that we don't talk a lot about on the podcast, but we're going to get better about, are darker romances, um, and we will make sure that we include content and trigger warning type things, but there is, so we have a difference. There is what we call dark light. Yeah. Um, Which is like dark, but not super dark. So Mm -hmm. think about that Bella Matthews book that we read, Heather. Yeah. That was mafia, but it wasn't dark. That's what we like to refer to as dark light. That's dark light. Um, so Renna Morgan writes dark light. I would say Sky Warren's Dangerous Press would be dark light. 
um, Bella Matthews, Cal O'Reilly. It wasn't super violent. There was great character development in those books. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Shane Rose, who wrote Shattered Vows and Fractured Freedom. J.E. Parker has a mafia romance book that is Dark Light also. Um, You've read Renee Rose, though, Heather, right? Yeah. She's not Dark Um, Light. No, she's not. She's Dark Dark. Uh, For sure, her uh, Chicago Brat is not Dark Well, and her her Vegas one is pretty... They're pretty angsty, pretty dark. There's a decent amount of killing on page. Dark ones, these are ones that we absolutely demand that you check content and trigger warnings. Yeah. So, Michelle Hurd, Helen Hart, Penelope Sky, JL Beck, Beck, and anyone that she writes with, Serena (laughs) Aykroyd, Malia Finelli, Chantel Tessier, Tessier, she writes bully romances. Um, I read a few. Renee Rose. um, Renee Rose. Marie James has a new series that is, uh, and I had talked about this series. It is very well done. It is a little bonkers. Very dark. Triggers. Oh my God. There's a lot of triggers. A lot of triggers. But it's, it's bonkers. But it's in like that Heather and I said in the quick shot, it's by the end of it, we still didn't know if we liked the characters, but it, she, it's a really, it's really well written. So is there one or two authors that you hope that'll be new to you this year that you are ready to try? Jody Allen Malpass, which is, I met her in Vegas. She's so very sweet. She's a mafia um she's mafia and has quite the following yeah so i actually downloaded eleni hatcher book she does historicals and i'm not a huge Mm. historical fan but she's written in the smarty pants world so i'm going to give her a try i haven't read emily silver's books because i was waiting for this challenge (laughs) so she's going to be in 2023 i actually have a whole list of authors that i'm going to be trying out this year yeah i have a whole list of authors too i'm going to try to be more um thoughtful my goal is to read more diversely this year i did pretty good last year uh but i can always do better so i have a lot of um i i slumped a a lot last year so i read an exceptionally large amount of suspense so i'm gonna try and read a little bit more variety of subgenres. that's my goal for the year um i um am already feeling myself going into a slump so I have pulled myself back and I'm just rereading and I'm reading MM because that makes me happy. That makes you it fills happy. your bucket. It fills your bucket. Okay. So it's that time, everyone. For a book. It feels so weird. I haven't done it in a couple weeks. Like three episodes. We have not done book of the week. I know. I don't. I don't like it. Because I don't think we did book of the week during our hot take episode. We didn't do it no, during contributors. We decided that they didn't need to know because we festivisted the crap out of that episode. And then the contributors, there were so many book wrecks in that one. And then our top reads. So this is it. First book uh-huh. of the week, 2023 version. Mm-hmm. Heather, what's your book of the week? Um, I started, it's called Cracks in the Ice. 
and it is written by a husband pair, Ryan Taylor and Joshua Harwood. It is a hockey romance with a hockey coach. Ooh, the taboo. Uh huh. Is it male male? It is male male. Force proximity. Um, by awakening. Um, yeah. So it's good so far. I'm loving it. These are all Heather's, all Heather's things. Like check the boxes, right? (laughs) (laughs) So my book of the week is Vow to Protect and Promises to Keep by J.L. Beck and Monica Corwin. This is mafia. This is dark. It's a little bonkers. There's a whole lot of sex in it. Um, I would say it's dubious consent. It is violent. So please check your content and trigger warnings before downloading this book. Apparently it's been the week because my book of the week is Mistakes Made by Marie James, which is what we Heather and I were just talking about. It's book two in her mercenary series that she has. Um, so he kid the hero kidnaps the heroine. That's like 90% of the book. There's this whole mutual masturbation game that they kind of play. It's like this role-playing type thing. It is a lot bonkers. I was 100% invested. It was, it was very well done, but yes, if you have triggers, this book might, might not be for you, but it is exceptionally well done. I will say that the timeline is a little like off in a couple of places and it kind of bugged me a little bit, but I really was invested in everything else. So I just moved on past that. Okay. So <laughs> Patreon update, cool things mm-hmm. are happening in our Patreon First, thank you to all of you who support us over there on Patreon. We would not be able to bring you three episodes a week uh, without the amazing community members we have. Uh, We have perks like Coffee of the Month Club, exclusive episodes, and Drunk Book Club, which is the best night of the month. It is. Uh And if you are international in February, we are going to be day drinking for Book Club. Mm -hmm. And we are also bringing back the return in February of Galentine's Day. But we're revamping because we were super drunk by the end of Galentine's Day last year. Yeah, we're gonna we're crafting together. Yeah. I'm so excited. We are going to make TBR jars together. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So if you would like to join in on our Galentine's Day festivities, just send us an email and we'll give you all the information. <clears throat> But Drunk Book Club is happening on January 14th, and we are reading one of Becky's favorites, Falling in Reverse, by Miss Julia Wolf, and it is a rock star bodyguard romance. And we are very pleased to announce that Julia will be joining us for the evening. I'm excited because she she is going to be a new-to-me author, and this has been actually on my Kindle for a while because Becky keeps raving about her books, and I she have not read them yet. amazing rep in her books not only body rep but character rep and mental health issues and uh sobriety issues and they're just so dynamic and she writes a really great stalker too i'm just gonna do like a good stalker Um, i mean and they're dirty talkers these men like falling in reverse you guys it's totally you touch her and die type vibes these are all things that i really really like yeah, I'm down. It's so good. It's so good. Um, so part of this episode is dedicated to our new reading challenge that we are kicking off this month here in 2023. It is the new to you author challenge and it starts now. It does. It does right now. 
I was agreeing with you. It does. <laughs> you must read at least two new to you authors each month to be entered into the monthly prize. And each additional new to you author you read will count as an additional entry. You must submit each new to you author you read to our form for entry to count. The form can be found on our website. Any new to you author read between January 1st of 2023 till March 31st of 2023 counts for an entry. And we have prizes. We have monthly prizes and then a grand prize. You can find a list of all of our upcoming dates, including book club, happy hours, plot a book, and reading challenge at bookcaseandcoffee.com slash events. Anyway, Heather, thanks for joining us. I hope you don't slump. No, nope. yeah, thank don't you. Slump. Slumps are I hope worse. not. I feel like I just screenshotted a whole bunch of books. I feel like I might be good. You might be okay. <laughs> yeah. You're um, welcome. You're welcome. Until next time, everyone. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 